I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. The Violet Hour presents... Case files of Wendy Morrow. This is In Another Room. Episode 4 The Study. The Study. I am here. It's strange. For all the reports of hauntings in this house, very few seem to originate from this room. I have only a few cases in my files. There's Walter Vance, of course, a soldier discharged from the army during World War II. He returned here, his home, and seemed to go mad listening to military intelligence number stations on the radio until his eventual murder right on the front steps. A tragic tale, but not the most showy. To be honest, I'd forgotten about Walter a bit until those numbers came up. Why is it that he seems to come forward? Why is the house guiding me toward him? A lonely man dishonored from his time in the military, writing letters to an old army friend. (sighs) Perhaps it's worth taking a look at his piles once more. It's been a while since I've read over the letters he wrote, found stacked up on his desk after his death. Maybe the answers lie there. (sighs) Let's see. Ugh. Yes, here we are. His first letter. Dear Charlie, finally made it home. 
It's so strange being back sitting here in my study. Everything's exactly as I left it. All my pens are right here in that old Yellowstone mug from when I went as a kid. The beat-up grandfather clock by the closet still won't run right. And the, uh, the radio in the corner. Well, it's still there. It's still bringing me news about the war. Day in and day out. It's like I never left. You know, that damn blue ticket, I just... I was actually relieved when they discharged me that way. You know, after seeing what they seen me do. At least they weren't sticking me with dishonorable. You know, blue sounded pretty good, truth be told. Still, though, must be nice to be out there. See you through to the end. It feels wrong just sitting here twiddling my thumbs while you and those boys are still out there fighting. They were my buddies, you know? Not that they'd have anything to do with me anymore. Hell, all of Los Angeles knows I'm a queer because of that damn blue ticket, and... Well, they probably steer clear of me, too, now, anyway. Look, I was just thinking to write to you, let you know I made it home okay, and, uh... Well, I also wanted to apologize for what happened. You know, they were moving us around a lot there for a while, but me and you, we, uh... You know, we thought we were some of the lucky ones, didn't we? We stuck together from the very beginning, and we were real careful. We never got caught. But then you had to leave pretty fast. We barely had time to say goodbye. It was all so hard right after you were reassigned. It seems like I was thinking about you every second of the day, and... Listen, it was the heat of the moment, and I'd been missing you so bad, I just... Well, I let my body run things for a minute there instead of my brain. You know, it didn't mean nothing. He didn't mean nothing to me, not like you do, Charlie. You must know that. And so, yeah, I, um, I wanted to say that I'm sorry. And that I hope that you can forgive me. Lord knows I'm paying the price already back home with everyone asking me a hundred questions, looking at me funny. And you out there. Anyway, that's all for me for now. I'll be here, in this big old house, waiting for you. I'll be thinking of you, Charlie. Tonight and every night, till you come home. Take care. Walter. Dear Charlie, where are you? Are you okay? And why no word from you after all this time? Some of the boys I knew are back home already. Back with their parents, their children, their wives, but, but not you. No word from you still. No word from anyone about you. No one seems to know anything. But where are you, Charlie? When are you coming home? seems like I drift off thinking of you, and next thing I know, I'm blinking myself awake four days later. I've lost track of everything. The time, the date. Sometimes I wake up in the night, and I think that I hear you breathing. One night, I woke up in a cold sweat and could have sworn that you were breathing right there beside me. Right there in bed with me. But it's never you. It's never you. It's just this house playing tricks on me. More and more each day. I'm not sleeping so good anymore, Charlie. I can't sleep in this house. I can't sleep when I'm wondering where it is out there. You're trying to sleep. Wondering if you're okay. Write to me if you get this. Please. I need you to come be with me. There's something I need to tell you. Face to face. Come home, Charlie. I'm waiting. Walter. Dear Charlie, the strangest thing just happened. I am shaken. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. 
I can't believe it, but I'm scared. And the first thing that I thought to do to calm me down was to write to you. Oh, I wish you were here. 20 minutes ago, I woke up from a nightmare that you were standing at my window, pounding against the panes of glass, trying to get in. And it was just, it was just a dream, but I woke up and I heard banging. Two fists beating against a window somewhere out in the house. I, I sat up straight away, wide awake, so fast, listening. And wouldn't you know it, the sound was coming from the study. I snuck out as quietly as I could, crept down the hall to the study. And Charlie, I swear to you, I could hear him. Whoever he was, whatever he was, there was someone on the other side of the door waiting for me. As soon as I pushed the door open, the feeling left. There was no one there. It was just the radio, that's all. I thought I'd turn it off before going to bed, but I must have left it on by accident, you know? I was sitting there pumping out this number station in the room. Do you know about those? It's these radio stations that are just numbers. Voices reading these numbers over and over again without end. And that has to explain what I heard, right? That's gotta be what woke me up. That's that's what it was. Right? Oh, Charlie. I don't think I'll be sleeping much tonight. There's something about the air in this place. It's all wrong. I'll be thinking of you. Calm me down. Come home. Please. I'm scared. Walter. figured it out. I figured out where you are, how I can talk to you. I've been listening to that damn radio ever since the other night to that damn number station in particular, and I get it. I hear it loud and clear, so go on, Charlie, please. Please, please Charlie, I'm, I'm here. here. I'm, I'm listening, and I have something to tell you. I'm almost ready, so speak up, Charlie, speak up. Yours, Walter. That's the end of his correspondence. Aside from that, we have scans of Walter's journal, pages and pages of numbers, presumably the number station he mentions, scribbled in an increasingly deranged hand, just the same numbers over and over, 15728, 15728, and the name Charlie on every page. The journals of a madman. Someone whose mind succumbed to this awful place. It's funny. Of all the ghastly hauntings reported in this house, why, Walter? Why was I brought here? The radio. Still here after all these years. I don't know much about radios, but this one is definitely old. It must be his. The same one Walter heard those strange numbers on. I wonder. Incredible. It still works. Perhaps I could find this number station of his... No luck. Is that? It is. Pencil on paper. Writing at the desk right here in front of me. I'm watching the pencil move on its own, held by an unseen force. It is writing something. It's... One, five, seven, two, eight. One, five, seven, two, eight. Oh, hell. I can't stand you looking over my shoulder like that. Charlie used to do that, you know. Seems like every time I picked up the paper, there he was, just reading along right behind me. And 
Harrison, Walter Vance, right here in front of me. Hey, how'd you get in here? Do I know you? Oh, no, I... My name is Wendy Morrow, I'm from... Well, it's awful nice to meet you, Wendy Morrow, but you see, I'm... I'm a little busy right now is all. It, it should be on in just a few more minutes. What are you... Come on in. Sit down if you like. Please. Right here by the radio. That's right. Walter, why are you here? Why did you bring me to this room? What is it that you want to show me? Shh, 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 shh. Please, ma'am. Any minute now. It comes on right about this time, three nights a week. Unbelievable. The house is switching things up on me. Showing me something new. The, the previous spirits I've seen have been more like visions, like dreams. But this, this is different. Walter is right here with me. He sees me. He spoke with me. He... This must be why I was led to this room. Whatever you have to show me, Walter, I'm listening. Walter, hmm? I'm listening. Mm. Oh, me too. Every night, for an eternity, it feels like just sitting here by the radio, listening. Right before I left the war, this buddy of mine, he, uh... He told me about these stations. These number stations, they call them on the radio. Now, nobody knows exactly what they are. They're just these strings and numbers that play on certain stations at certain times. Just these numbers repeating over and over. Anyway, we found this one. Came on every few days, and we all gather around to listen... Now that maybe together we could decode the message or something, figure it out for ourselves. And I remember the first time I heard it, it was just static, like this, just static for 10, 20 minutes. And then this woman's voice floats up out of the noise, kind of scared sounding. And she says, ready, ready. And my stomach dropped a little because, well, all of a sudden I'm thinking about Charlie. And maybe he's out there somewhere listening to the same thing. Some guy and his new troop has found the same station and they're all there together listening. And maybe this woman's voice was reaching my ears the exact same time that it was reaching his. It wasn't long after that I... <clears throat> well, I made the mistake that I made and got discharged. And I sat tight for a bit, you know. I tried to lay low, just waited. But... It's been almost a year now since it all ended. Most of the boys that I knew were back home and accounted for. I mean, messed up, sure, but back home, accounted for. Charlie, Charlie never came home. I'm so sorry, Walter. Well, thank you, miss, but no reason to be sorry. You see, it, well, the thing is, I, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm not. Mm -mm. No, I am not. I know that for certain. No, of course not. I'm fine. Really, I am. I just... Well, I started listening to that number station again. Lord knows why. And anyway, I... I hear him. Behind that woman's voice, I hear him. I, I hear Charlie, and he's there, and he's trying to reach me, and I just gotta keep on listening because... Well, because there's something I never told him. Part of me thinks this might be my last chance to do it. Any second now. Any second. You'll listen with me, right? Yes. You'll hear him too. I like a story that will take me to extremes. And nothing says extreme quite like The Last City, a new Wondery podcast available now. Set in 2072... 
The city of Pura is a geo-engineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image, which, given its promise of being a miraculous green haven in a climate-ravaged world, shouldn't be too hard to sell, but things are not always as perfect and shiny as we'd like to believe. When she stumbles upon a dark secret that could lead to the downfall of Pura's existence if revealed, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Just gotta find the right station. There. This song. I've heard it before. Oh yeah? Oh, me too. Funny, actually, I hear it pretty often, at odd hours of the night. The song plays here on the radio most nights? No, not the radio, no. I hear it floating up from down in the basement. <gasps> Door's always locked, though. Of course, I don't see myself itching to jump down there and investigate, even if I did have a key. Oh, but the stories and all. Stories? What stories, Walter? About the man who built the house. The body he buried in the basement. Yes. Anyway, look at me all distracted. That's not a story for tonight, and I'm not one for spooky stories myself anyway. But... I gotta find the right station. It's somewhere around here, I'm sure of it. Here it is. One, five, I, I told you, same time, three nights a week. Sometimes it takes a minute. Sometimes he's not there at all, but tonight... I don't, I don't know. Tonight feels... Charlie? Charlie, you there? Charlie, it's, it's, it's me, Walter. Are you there? Please, Charlie, just say something. If you're there, let me know. Huh? Let, let me know that you can hear me. Yes, yes, Charlie, it's, it's me. I'm here. It's, it's, it's Walter. D did you hear him? Yes. Oh, no, I'm here, Charlie. I can hear you. Can you hear what I'm saying? I. Charlie? Charlie, what's wrong? Walter. Charlie! Charlie! Hello, Walter. 
Oh, God, it's so good to hear your voice. How have you been? I've been all right. I'm better. I'm missing you. I have no idea how good it feels to hear you say that. I've been missing you too, Charlie. been missing you something awful. Where are you? Walter. Charlie, are you safe somewhere? And, and how'd you hack the signal like this? Can anyone else hear you? Well, well, but you're coming home soon, surely, right, Charlie? I mean, the war's been over for so long, and... Well, your sister hasn't heard anything. She's mighty worried. Walter. Of course, I'm worried, too. It feels like I've been sitting in this room in a haze ever since I got back just waiting to hear from you. So you're on your way, then, huh? You're coming back. No, Walter. No? No. I won't be coming home. What? I'm dead, Walter. No. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that, that can't be right, Charlie. You're talking to me right now, clear as day. My plane went down to a remote lake somewhere in the German countryside. Stop. I can't tell you where it is. I don't know. It was engine failure. Not even in combat. Charlie, quit it. The pilot was killed on impact. Charlie. I was thinking of you, Walter. When the water filled my lungs. Charlie? An unseen presence just made its way through the room, moving the curtains and knocking objects to the floor as it went. It seems to be gone, but the air is different now. Charged. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> Funny you should ask. No, I don't. At least I... I didn't. But this house... There's something strange about this house, you know, something off time. It works so funny here. I, 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 mean, I, I, can't, I can't even remember the last time that I was outside... In the sun. Oh, Charlie. Look at us here, this photograph. Charlie and his sister were picnicking up in Griffith Park. Charlie insisted that I come along. Called me his friend from work, and... Well, I wasn't too pleased about having to play friendly, you know. To pretend it was just that. But Charlie was so good. All day he was there checking in on me, keeping his distance, but making sure that I knew that he was there for me. I'm pretty sure his sister caught one or two of the looks we gave each other, but what did it matter, right? Well, here we were, the two of us, together, outside, in public. And sure, we had to be a bit on guard, but together. Just the two of us, out there under all that sun. This pic right here, I don't remember what Charlie had just said, but, uh, <laughs> well, it made me laugh. You see? It's a wonderful photo. You both look very happy. We were. And this? An old postcard. Mm-hmm. You recognize the place? No, I... Spain. Me and Charlie talked about traveling there after the war. Mm. It was always a dream of ours. That's nice. What is this building in the image? It's so unusual. Mm. The Sagrada Familia. It's a great church, Roman Catholic, designed by the architect Antonio Gaudi. It's been under construction since the early 1880s, over, well, 60 years by now. 
and they don't guess it'll be complete for another hundred years or so. Isn't that something? To think, if we ever finally get to Spain, we have the unique opportunity to see something huge and, and monumental and lovely as it's being built, knowing that we will never see the final product. It's sad, isn't it? A bit frightening, really, but it's... It's also somewhat comforting, I think. Even though we'll be long gone, this giant church will continue being built. And though we will never see it, one day it will be finished. And millions of lovers around the world will hear about this great church in Spain and will travel there hand in hand and stare up at the hulking, awe-inspiring edifice and feel that they are not alone, that their lives are not without meaning, and that this, the, the simple laying of stone upon stone upon stone was done by hundreds of men and women just like them. And though it may take 150 years or more, Anything, anything can be done. Just look at the steeples. Anything can be done. One simply needs to, to run out in the sun and do it. I was afraid. I was too afraid. I never told him that I loved him. I spent so much of my time telling myself that the way I felt about Charlie, the, the way that I maybe felt about other men before him, that it was just a mistake. That I was wrong, I was confused, you know, just making a, a, a dirty mistake. But the first time that he kissed me, the look in his eyes afterwards, well, I, I knew right then and there that this was the life for me. And whether it be good or not in anyone else's eyes, If only I've been brave enough. It isn't too late, you know. Death, it works differently in this house. It isn't the end. Not really. You heard him, didn't you, just minutes ago? You felt his presence in this room? Maybe you weren't brave enough before, but now... Now that he's gone... What do you have to lose? Charlie? I'm here, Walter. Charlie? Oh, God. There was something you wanted to tell me, wasn't there? Yes. Good. But there's something more I need to tell you first. No, no, Charlie, wait. I... You are dead, too. No. You survived only a year after you were discharged. I had only been dead a few months when you went to... Charlie, no, I... You were attacked by a group of young men on your way out of town to visit your parents. Charlie, stop. They beat you to death. Charlie. A broken rib punctured your lungs, and they filled with blood. You drowned. Walter, same as me. All right, that's enough. You've been in that room ever since. Almost 75 years. No, 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 that, that can't be true, Charlie. It's, it's 1946. The war only ended a year ago. It didn't. You've been searching that number station for my voice all these years. And I've been trying to tell you. I've been trying to tell you. No. 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 Walter. No. 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 Hey, faggot. Look at that. Wait. No, 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 please. No. Charlie! 
Charlie. It's time. Charlie, I... It's time for you to join me, Walter. You can join me here. We can be here together. I'm so sorry, Charlie. I'm so, so sorry. You have nothing to apologize for. It's okay. It's finally going to be okay. Charlie. I have been waiting for you for so long. of spirits moving on, passing over, whatever you want to call it. I suppose I never gave it much thought before, but, well, I think that's exactly what I just witnessed. A poor soul trapped in this wretched house, repeating his tragic story over and over for decades. Trapped, but not anymore. Not after tonight. Walter has moved on. His spirit is no longer a prisoner to this awful place. I have no idea where it is he's gone. But he is gone. He's not here anymore. I can feel it. Walter's spirit has left the house. This must be why I was drawn to this room. The spirits here wanted to show me something, surely. And by bearing witness to Walter's story, I've learned something I was until now unaware of. This house does not always win. <laughs> no. This house can be beaten. From Violet Hour Media and E3W Productions, In Another Room. Created and written by Aaron Keeling, Austin Keeling, and Natalie Jones. Directed by Aaron and Austin Keeling. Sound designed and mixed by C.J. Drummiller. Music by Nathan Matthew David and Jeremy Lamb. Produced by E3W Productions. And executive produced by Cassie Josephoth. Starring Carrie Weeder as Wendy Morrow. Ian Dick as Walter. And Josh Randall as Charlie. With additional performances by James Cowan, Dan Dorff, and Daniel Van Thomas. Hello, dear stranger. I'd like to introduce you to something new. Or perhaps something very, very old. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine is a horror fantasy medical mystery following the titular monk turned traveling medical investigator. Follow Radolf as he navigates a nightmare world in which viruses are gods and the human race are not their favored children. Steeped in history and an aesthetic that can only be described as a combination of occult academia and laboratory Judaica, the heresies of Radolf Burntwine have been described as Umberto Eco, 
meets H.P. Lovecraft. For more information, check out the Patreon at thorb.info. But take care, dear stranger, for some truths are best left unknown. <laughs>